What is up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the next episode of the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. And today we're going to talk about which workout is best for you. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah, people have trouble picking their workouts because there is so many choices. There are so many choices, especially in this day and age. Um, and, and they end up going for the flashy ones. The flashy, yes. The yes, one with the, the matching backgrounds and the matching outfits and the glitter. And the glitter and the splats. <clears throat> anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh, many of us, well, a lot of us struggle trying to get into fitness in the first place, right? Yeah. Or either that or we struggle with kind of like cyclical fitness where we'll start something. Yeah. And then when we get bored, we're like, oh, move on to the next, or we'll chances are you'll take like a few months off and say, oh, I need to get back into fitness again. Let me try this this time instead mm-hmm. of really just sticking to one thing. But or, others uh, right. are, are the complete opposite, right? You find something you like and you just stick That's with it. That's what I you did run it into for the years. Ground. This you see particularly with uh, runners. Yeah, right? that like was cardio. me. <laughs> <laughs> that cardio. was me. I ran for years. Yeah. And <laughs> while it's good that we're being active, this can end poorly depending on the type of workout we're doing. Right, so we need to learn to bring balance into all things, yeah. including <laughs> including our workouts. Yeah, I mean, running's good, but if that's all you're doing, you're, right. you're, you're missing some things. Right, yeah. exactly. So uh, we can, for the purposes of simplicity and this episode, we can basically break workouts down into the following categories, right? So you have your HIT workouts, mm-hmm. which HIT just stands for high intensity interval training. It's gonna be mostly body weight or like lightweight. Yeah, some dumbbells. Uh, some dumbbells. Yeah. Interval training, right? Yeah. It's gonna jack the heart rate up, you'll get sweaty, you're huffing and puffing. Yeah. Uh, then we have cardio, mm-hmm. which is more of like a lower intensity, like think like running, walking, rowing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going for a long period of time at a lower intensity. Yeah. Then you have strength training, which you're using external resistance to yeah. stimulate muscle growth. Barbells. Barbells, dumbbells, uh, kettlebells, stuff like that. Yeah. And then you have um, like stretching yeah. s- style workout, like yoga style workouts where mm-hmm. uh, they're stress reducing, they're skill based uh, types of mm-hmm. workouts. Um, and then you'll find hybrids, which yeah. are some combination mm-hmm. of the, the, those different categories. Uh, and each of those workout styles change the body in certain ways but they all have their weaknesses. So, mm-hmm. Lynette, do you wanna kinda of go over what the weaknesses are for HIIT training? Oh, so uh, when you do HIIT training, like like we said before, you're using some light dumbbells and you're doing you know, the interval training, but you might miss out on the greater strength that's available from doing heavier weights. And you, may, you might miss out on the submaximal because high intensity is high intensity. Mm. So you might be working too hard. Mm. You might be pushing yourself too hard and overworking yourself. And then uh, you're also missing out on stretching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so your muscles might get short and tight. You might have a lot of uh, little um, hard places that develop and impingements and things like that mm-hmm. that develop. Yeah. Did, I, did I get everything? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And what about cardio? Um, uh, the cardio, you might miss out on the, the endurance 
part of it, mm. right? So, I mean, it's good to get the, the heart rate going because it's high intensity and then you get the rest periods, but you may not get a chance to work at that submaximal level. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and then with cardio as well, one of the things you're missing out on is yeah. definitely the, the strength portion. Yeah. Uh, oh, the resistance training If you're doing portion. just cardio yeah, workout. Yeah, like if you're oh, just okay. doing cardio. I thought you meant the cardio in the hit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for cardio, yeah. oh, yeah, you're missing out on the strength. Yeah, as well as yeah. mobility. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Unless, I mean, I know a lot of cardio people, they do they do stretch at the end, but not, yeah. not all of us, right? Yeah. Just go out for a run and look. Just the Good really enough. disciplined yeah. people do some stretching and mobility. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so what are some of the things missing if you only do strength training? Oh, okay. If you're only doing strength, this can be really deceptive because someone that's sort of a gym rat and is working out all the time in the gym, from the outside, they're going to look like the picture of fitness. Yeah. Especially if they're really watching yeah. what they're eating. Mm-hmm. And it can be really deceptive because you're like, oh. I'm good. I'm in really good shape. But then they can't help a friend move for an hour. They can't handle it. Right, they can't right, handle right. the work. They're like, yeah. oh, you know, they don't have the stanima, the uh, the cardio conditioning to mm-hmm. be able to tolerate work for any period of time. It's just right. their sets and then they're done. Right. So And then they might get really short and stiff in some of their muscles. And they might, like we said in another podcast, develop imbalances and... Um, impingements because they're not stretching and doing the opposing muscles they're mm. just doing mirror muscles so yeah yeah strength is hugely important you can't live without strength training yeah. i'm a huge fan yeah but you need to balance it with some uh some cardio work and some stretching yeah and some mobility pliability work yeah definitely and need some important pliability. note i think when you're doing strength training you want to make sure that it is a well-rounded Yes. Strength training. You always want to make sure everything is well-rounded, but particularly with strength training, it can be very easy to develop those muscular imbalances. If I only go into this when I was, you know, in college, yeah. you know, you're just, you're worried about the mirror muscles. So you, every day, yeah, every day's bench day. You go in, bench, some, no, 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 you do some curls, curls uh, for the cur- girls, bench you know. Bench curls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bench curls. And yeah, that can lead to really poor posture, muscular imbalances, all that kind of thing. So it is yeah. important to, it, if you're doing a strength training routine, yeah. Uh, that is lopsided bringing balance to that in addition to yeah. cardiovascular training uh, cardiovascular training mm-hmm. and, and mobility work. And a, another thing that's really missing in a lot of strength programs since we're on the subject is foot, ankle, and calves. Yeah, they don't, they don't work the foot, ankles, and calves. Yep. And that's your... Uh, that's like building a house without a foundation. Yes, so <laughs> important. That is a root of everything. Yeah. There's a root. You can't, you can't move, right? Yeah. You can't function yeah we just go listen to that other podcast of ours the root of your joint pain yeah it's your feet are hugely important for you so but anyway uh so what if i do yoga as my primary yoga's great exercise but i see it more as a recovery Mm -hmm. kind of workout like that's a great thing to do on your days off from the gym yeah or at the end of a workout Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a fantastic recovery for the body and the mind Yeah. yeah because it just doesn't um it's not strength. It's not cardio. It's uh, yeah. Not, it, yeah. It's definitely skill based, but it's not really going to make you stronger uh, the way incorporating any sort of resistance training will. If you yeah, go from a limit to the strength yeah. you develop. If you if you go from doing nothing to yoga, then yeah, yeah. you're going to get stronger. But there's definitely a ceiling there. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, and then with uh, all of these different types of exercise, you know they. They all have their strengths and they all have their weaknesses, no pun intended. 
Um, so then the goal becomes to offset whatever those weaknesses are of your primary workout modality. So yeah. uh, I can we, we kind of just glazed over this, right? But let's let's, yeah. let's so touch on it again. So if you're a runner, right? So yeah. if you're a runner or a cyclist, well, let's just stick with the runners. If you're a runner, then you need to do some upper body strength work. Yeah. And you need to work your glutes because when you're running, it's really easy to just completely mm-hmm. never use your glutes while you're running. Yeah. So you definitely need to do some strength work. Yeah. If you're a runner. Yeah. Strength work and pliability work. Yeah, because right. there's going to be a lot of things that get stiff in your hips and yeah. in your shoulders. Yep, yep. And especially depending on like how your foot lands too, you could develop all kinds of issues with your feet, yeah. ankle, Achilles tendon, tightness, plantar fasciitis. Yeah, got to stretch things. out those calves yeah. big yeah, time yeah, yeah. and the quads. Yeah. So if you are a spinner or a cyclist, so a uh, big red flag, you're going to have the same bone problems as an astronaut if you are a spinner or a cyclist. So there's a lot of osteoporosis among people that do only cycling. If you do um, seven hours or more a week of cycling, then you're gonna lose bone muscle. So you're gonna lose bones, bone density. So what you need to do is definitely, definitely do strength training. You've got to add strength training and some jumping in your program to Mm. help build those bones up if you're a cyclist. And it definitely build up that upper body. Yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. Now, what if you if if I'm doing hit, what sort of things am I incorporating? Mm, okay. If I do like a boot camp style workout as my main. Okay. Fitness so driver. yeah, you definitely need to add some stretching, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe maybe some strength. Although you may feel like you're already doing it because you're using objects while yeah. you're doing the hit, you want to add some real strength, some slow moving strength. Yeah program like some slow barbells barbells have a great capacity to develop strength yeah yeah Yeah. so something heavy and slow heavy and slow yeah barbells are going to be the best tool for developing real strength yeah um those objects you might be using kettlebells you know dumb lighter dumbbells um those things are good but they are not going to develop real strength the way a barbell can movement you need to learn how to move properly yeah Right. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 It, it, you know, you're doing these uh, hit classes. Yeah. The assumption is that you already are moving properly. Mm-hmm. You're all your muscular imbalances have been taken care of because if, if not, then you're just reinforcing bad movement patterns yeah. and you're going to develop knee pain. You're going to develop shoulder pain, hip pain, back pain. Yeah. You develop all these things because you're not actually moving properly. Yeah. So yeah. Pliability. Yeah. Really, really, Get really Get those important. hips in that full range of motion, especially if you're running, cycling, and doing hit. Yeah. You're probably not getting your hips and your shoulders in full range of motion on anything. Yeah. So everything's yeah. just kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. For sure, so. for sure. And then, um, okay, so we hit cardio, we hit hit. Um, <laughs> if, if, if I'm just doing strength training, I right. want to... Right. We, well, I think we talked uh, about what to do if you're only in the gym doing mm-hmm. strength training, right? So you need to add stretching and cardio. Stretching and cardio, and then yeah. yoga, just to recap. Add the stretch and the cardio, and, and the, strength. The strength, yeah, <laughs> add it all. Add, add all the things, yeah. add it all. Yeah, so um, we have come up with a oh, yeah. solution here. So we noticed in our gym, we have a lot of runners, and we have a lot of people with desk jobs. Yes. And so when they come in, we realized this is the only movement most of them are getting if they're also running in addition they're they're going to develop imbalances Mm -hmm. so what we we went to the drawing board and designed a workout that would address imbalances for a runner but also for 
someone with a sitting job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it required a lot of work, but we've put something together. We really is we're finding that it's very helpful. Oh my gosh, it's super helpful. Yeah. There's nothing like it out there. So um, it's called we call it Three Peaks Training. Yeah. Right. That's the style of training that we do here. Um, and the three core tenets of Three Peaks Training are submaximal effort. Yep. Uh, dynamic and controlled lifting. Yeah. And pain-free pliability. Okay. So what is submaximal effort? So submaximal effort is more of a philosophy okay. that you that is based in science, but you do not ever go past eighty percent intensity in any workout. I know that sounds crazy. I know right? this is going to blow people's yeah, minds. But if you are laying, if you at the end of your workout you're laying on the floor in a puddle of sweat and you can't catch your breath and you just feel dead, that's not good. Yeah. And the reason why that's not good is. We talk about this in almost every podcast. Is what's known as allostatic load. Yeah. Right. So your allostatic load is uh, basically when you have a lot of chronic stressors in your life. So mm -hmm. you know it could be a, uh, your boss, you know, is overload overworking you with all kinds of projects. And then at home you got you know three mm -hmm. kids that you're running around here and there. And you got to manage their schedules, and you know you have maybe you have an aging parent who you have to take care of. You know mm -hmm. all of these different stressors contribute. Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep is a huge <laughs> one. Poor nutrition. Yeah. Um, all of these things contribute to your allostatic load, and when your allostatic load is too high for too long, mm -hmm. um, it leads to an increased risk of things like uh, definitely injury, joint yeah. injury because you can't recover properly. Um, but chronic illnesses, um, increased risk of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, mm -hmm. stuff of that nature. So yeah, when you and, walk into the gym and you've got all that allostatic stress with you yeah and then you pile a, a really hard workout on top of that mm -hmm. that's not helping you recover from all that stress it's right. too much right because working the <laughs> act of working out is actually a stressor mm -hmm. right exercising intensely is a stressor the recovery from that stressor is where the benefits come into play right yeah and so if you come if if i come into the gym with all these stressors going on mm -hmm. and then i just pedal to the metal go 110 percent I am then contributing to my allostatic load in a way that makes it even more difficult for me to recover. And recovery, like I said, is where all the progress happens. Yeah, that's where you heal. That's where you get yeah. better. Yeah, and so that's why a lot of times you can, there's a lot, there's plenty of people who uh, they work out every day yeah. right, and they never make progress. It's like, well, let's take a look at all the other areas of your life, yeah. right? Like you say, you're always tired. You get four hours of sleep a night. Yeah. You have three kids, so you're just ordering dinner every night instead of cooking you know eating vegetables yeah. and stuff like that you have a crazy job you're a, a project manager at you mm -hmm. know an it contracting yeah. company or whatever you know you have all of these stressors going on the more you work out right. that's not going to help right i <laughs> mean so, so to be to be clear you can work out every day if you're in that situation if you do it right if it's right, the right kind of workout yeah. <clears throat> then the workout is helpful Right, and that's where this, bring it full circle, that's where yeah. some maximal effort comes into play. Yeah. Staying below that 80% intensity will yeah. make sure that you're okay. You could literally work out every day right. as long as you stay below that 80% intensity and it's going to be a net positive and net gain in yeah. the right direction. We've got another podcast on this, so if yeah. you want to know about you know yep. working submaximal, go to that podcast. Yeah, so that's the first tenet. The second tenet is the dynamic and controlled lifting. So what's oh, that yeah. all about? So dynamic lifting is basically you're using a weight that shifts around like the uh, real objects in your life. Yeah. So like a bag of mulch, bag of dog food, you know, bags of frozen food, and a, a child, you know, all, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. these, you know, when you think about it, most of the things you pick up during the day 
do not behave like a dumbbell. A dumbbell is a bar with two identical weights on each end. Yeah. How many things in your life act like that when you pick it up? Nothing. 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 Everything, right? Except a dumbbell. <laughs> Except a dumbbell. Yeah. So uh, we like to use weights that shift like odd objects, like a backpack full of things. Um, in our gym, we use, uh, use a thing called a sand bell. Mm-hmm. And it's got, it's a circular thing with uh, sand, sand in it and it shifts around. And a lot of people complain that they can't grip it and yeah. it's unstable and it's awkward. We're like, exactly. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> yep. And sandbags as well, which are kind of just like yeah, a bigger, big sandbag. a it's bigger, like a bag. but yeah. same principle, but just bigger. Yeah. Um, and then the controlled lifting, very important. Mm-hmm. Do not rush. We, we are big proponents of controlling the weight. Don't let the weight control you. You should not just be speeding through your reps. Yeah. If you can't do the weight in a controlled manner, you can't do it at all. Right. That's. I mean, you're not really strong enough to lift it if you have to do it fast and do it poorly. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be lifting it. Yeah, you shouldn't be lifting it. It's just yeah. ego at that point. Yeah. And then the third component is the pain-free pliability. The pliability. So what's that all about? That's strength and uh, that's stretching and uh, mobility and a little bit of strength all rolled into one. Yeah, we talk about yeah. this in another podcast, but you yeah. want to, uh, ascending from your feet up, your yeah. joints alternate between stability and mobility. Yeah. Right? So your ankles are, meant, are supposed to be mobile, your knees are supposed to be stable, hips yeah. mobile, yeah. Uh, lower back stable, yeah. upper back, shoulders uh, mobile, yeah. and so on and so forth. And so uh, when those joints are not acting mm-hmm. in that manner and they're acting in the opposite manner, yeah. that's when we can develop a lot of yeah. pain. That's when right? you get chronic, the pain. Yeah, chronic pain that develops. And so the goal of incorporating pain-free pliability is to really mobilize yeah. the joints that are supposed to be mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through the... Um, dynamic lifting that we're yeah. doing, we are also uh, stabilizing the joints yeah. that are supposed to be stable. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and just to kind of give you just a little idea of like the workout structure, what's the workout flow? What does that workout Like if I, I walk okay. in to a three peaks uh, training class, what is it, what am I going to expect? Okay. So yeah, we're going to take you through this, but if you don't live in our area where, you know, keep listening, even though you can't come to our gym because look for something in your area that that offers something similar yeah. okay so when they first come in we start with uh, a gear up which is otherwise known as a warm-up and it's gonna ha- start from the feet going up so they might walk uh, for a, f- a few minutes or and then we go to warming up the calves warming up the hips getting that range of motion going. We might do some lunges, some calf raises. Uh, then we, I'm looking at the board. All right, <laughs> then we're gonna uh, warm up the core. So we'll do some, maybe some planks or something to fire up that core. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and use the sand bell. And then, uh, yeah, sometimes yep. we use sand bell during the warm up, and then we'll do pull aparts, get that upper body, the upper back mm-hmm. uh, warmed up, get it fired up and get everything going. So then we move right into what's called, we're calling it core intervals right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Coordination is another good word for it. Yeah. So that, you know, we use the sand bells for that. And we use, do, we do uh, some movements uh, where, they're complicated movements where we learn to do healthy movements like bear crawls and uh, core work, halo work, and really learn to move our bodies in efficient ways. And then mm-hmm. we go into slow strength, otherwise known as control. Yep. And that's where we take a barbell and we do it to a tempo, nice mm-hmm. and slow. Then after we do that movement, we go into 
the capacity section where yep. we learn to work at 80% capacity. And we use objects like, you know, sandbags and do the hanging and the pulling. Yeah, and hanging. So you're, you're breathing hard, but you're able to keep going. Mm -hmm. And so, and then we do pliability at the end where we uh, do some stretches, uh, but at the same time flexing the antagonist muscle to improve the range of motion and the balances. Yeah, so really the whole point of this Three Peaks training yeah. is it encompasses all, like all of the different styles of training into one workout. So we just, when you have your mm -hmm. hit, right, at the yeah. end, you have your strength in the middle, yeah. you have all of your pliability at the beginning yeah. and the end, and we're also incorporating um, unique ways to work your core work yeah. your balance, stuff like that with the coordination aspect, that first peak. So um, this style of workout is perfect for offsetting that modern sedentary lifestyle yeah. that can often lead to like back and joint issues and stuff yeah. like that when we're, we're hunched over too much. And because it's done sub-maximally, it's a workout that you can literally do every single day. Yep, you could do and, this every day. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about yeah. burning out yeah. on it. So, absolutely. Um, we are big fans, obviously, of the uh, Three Peaks training here, you know, yes. so is what we do here. Yes. <laughs> so like Lynette said, if you're not in the Columbia area, then, you know, obviously try to look for a facility around you that does something similar. Yeah. You can play this podcast for them and say, hey, do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> and, do you do uh, movement training yeah. and dynamic weights and yeah. slow strength? Yep, pliability. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, guys, hopefully this was helpful and gave you some insight into the, the type of workouts you should be doing. Um, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.